Welcome to Christian Life with Dr. William Baker. I'm your host, Dr. William Baker. Typically, I will lead with uh, something and then we'll get into some readings. Today, I'm not going to do a reading. Uh, we left off in Matthew. The next uh, podcast, I'll go ahead and pick up with that. But I wanted to talk today about Christianity. Now, Christian Life with Dr. William Baker, we talk about Christian life different aspects of Christian life. Now, one of the things that bothered me recently, and this is what I wanted to discuss, I was looking, I was interested in the sheer number of uh, different kinds of church positions that were out. And I've seen music directors and I've seen youth pastors and I've seen senior pastors, executive pastors, lead pastors, um, lots of chaplain positions for, for employment and stuff. And I'm not looking for employment, but um, it bothered me. Uh, I was examining the positions and the churches that they were tied to. And I noticed something. So and I have a problem with some of this, so I don't want to call this a gripe session. I want to yell at those that it applies to. And I really want you to open your minds and think about this, because um, some of you, you have nothing to worry about. Others, I'm going to be flat out saying you're not a Christian. And if you think you're a Christian and you meet some of these criterias, you need to go rethink what it means to be a Christian. So, first I want to start with the churches. There's a lot of churches I saw. Of course, there's Catholic. Uh, I live in the United States, so there's Catholic. There's uh, Baptist, Southern Baptist, Methodist, Protestant, um, Latter-day Saints. It goes on and on. There's, there's a lot more um, Jehovah Witnesses. There's a lot more churches. Now, each church has its own, I want to say, flavor. That's a good way to put it. Let's let's say it's a flavor, a type of flavor. Well, one church, let's just say the Catholic Church, you know, they, they say, oh, well, you can't dress this way, and you can't dress that way, because, you know, you just can't do it. And then I recently saw some Southern Baptist and Methodist, where the churches were splitting up from the main body of Methodist, going independent, and um, so were some of the Methodist uh, churches, and it was over uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, um, some of the other uh, things that people believed. Now, I'm going to get into the pastors, preachers, and the congregation. The Bible. I'm going to spin around here and grab my Bible. The Bible. It's a book. And it contains many epistles. And there's a lot more epistles out there that are written. But, but this is a collection of those letters. That's what an epistle is. It's a letter. And, and this is a collection of those letters in one book. Now... I know there's some religions out there that have added to it, 
So the Bible's not the end. There's there's more. And there's some that interpret it different ways and they put their own standards on it. Catholics have theirs. Baptists have theirs. Methodists have theirs. Protestants have theirs. You can do this. You can't do this. The church says you can do this. You can't do this. You know what? What's the Bible say I can do? What What's... What's, what's the good book say? And are you interpreting it right? Most people aren't. So the church should almost be a standard meeting place. It, it should be a meeting place where you can go to get a good interpretation of the religion, the Christian Bible, to understand what it means to be a Christian and get this message, get the good news. Now that comes down to the pastor that leads the church. And the pastors have different qualifications. Some say, we want you to be through a, a, a theologically accredited school. We want you to be through this kind of accreditation. We want you to have this much experience. We want you to have this. Who wrote all this crap? I've got a doctorate degree. Biblical studies. I don't see that anywhere in here. God taught the disciples. You understand this. Go teach people. But what they've done, they don't know how to read this. They read it superficially. They don't know what it means. Most pastors don't know what it means. Or they have an alternative motive, an ulterior motive. For preaching. And that really pisses me off. Now, there's some pe preachers out there who are struggling. They're trying to get the, the message out there. Good for them. Keep trying. Keep keep working on it. You'll get it. It'll, it'll get out there. Doesn't matter what people think. Keep preaching the message. Because if you listen to what people say, you would probably stop. You'd be disappointed in yourself, and, you know, that'd be horrible. But some preachers out there, some pastors out there, you know, they have their own idea what the Christian religion should be. Now, if you're a preacher, pastor, you're supposed to be like a disciple spreading the good news what it means but you have to have a historical understanding you need to understand it so you can understand that context so when you're talking to people out there about the bible and jesus you can explain it to them well this is what it says but this is what it means this is what it means for us now this is what it meant back then because back then this was happening and this was you know, the thing, the way things were done. But this is the way it's done now. Okay. But then you have pastors out there who are looking at it for the money. They don't care. They just want you to feel good. They want you to come there and, you know, I've, I've, I've had my therapy for the week. I'm good. I'll go back next week and, and I'll be good. They're motivational speakers. Sorry, motivational speaker is not a preacher. 
You want to be a motivational speaker, don't do it under the guise of religion. You're doing it under the guise of religion because you're going to make a pretty penny. Because there's that many gullible people out there. But God doesn't want you to do it that way. But you don't care if you're making that money, right? I know you don't. As long as they can keep giving you money. And this comes to the congregation. And this is where we're going to start mixing this up here in a minute. Now there's different congregations out there that are made up of all kinds of people. And the congregations can irritate me too. You've got good congregations who want to come there. They want to understand and build a closer relationship with God. They've got a pastor who can do that. You've got other congregations who go there to say that they're a Christian. And, oh, I went to church this week. Did you? Did you learn anything? Have you changed? Have you changed your heart? Mind, body, heart, soul? Have you done any of that? Taken any of that to heart? Have you gotten any closer to God? No, you've probably gotten farther away from God. Hypocrites. You don't practice what you preach. That's right. I'm calling you all, some of you who it applies to hypocrites. I can do that. That's my role here. If it offends you, and for a Christian it shouldn't, because I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the other people. If it offends you, Either become a Christian or don't. That's your choice. You're going to follow God because he's going to make you make a choice. You're going to follow him or you're not. You are Christian or you're not. But what I've seen when I was looking at the churches and the pastors, which makes it interesting, the congregations, getting rid of some of their pastors. Why? They don't like what they're saying. Why? Because they're trying to preach the book. But that's not what they want to hear. So I have a problem with those congregations. Why? Because you're there to get the good news, the word of Jesus. You're not there to hear the news that you want to hear. Well, I don't want to hear that anymore. I just, I don't like that. I don't want gay, lesbian, all this other stuff in my church. Well, there's your problem right there. It's not your church. You're there to get God. So are they. You're not there to judge. Neither are they. But there's a whole lot of people like that destroying churches now. I see pastors leaving, going for other places that they can fit in, that fits with their idea of preaching. You're going to preach the Bible or you're not. You're a pastor. You're going to preach this and be like a disciple or you're not. Yeah, there's pain that comes with that. Get used to it. If you can't take the pain that comes with this, be a good Christian and quit preaching. But be a good Christian. You don't have to preach. It's a calling. If you weren't called to it, you know, there's I get stuff all the time. Negative and positive. I don't let the negative get to me. But it irritates me when I see this stuff going on out there. God went in the temples and flipped over to money changers tables and other things like that. The Bible doesn't say you can't get a tude. Oh, I get an attitude. I get downright mean sometimes. That stuff irritates me. The congregation shouldn't be preaching to the preacher how he's going to preach, what he's going to preach. The church shouldn't be dictating that. This dictates that. 
Yeah, that fires me up a little bit. But you can say you went to church and, oh, I'm going to go to heaven. No, you're not. You're not opening your damn ears. Open your eyes. Open your ears. Your heart. Have you changed your heart? Have you circumcised your heart? Taking it to taking Jesus in your heart? Nope. But you you want to go out there and say, "Well, I went to church and I'm I'm a I'm a good Christian." Really? And you're stabbing so many people in the back and you're so cutthroat and mean? Really? Think about that. And you preachers out there, if the congregation, you know, wants to go there and have entertainment and have fun and don't want, doesn't want to hear the word and they want to go there for a carnival every week, get the carnival out of the church. I'm sorry, you want to be singing songs. There's the Psalms in here. I don't need to go to a concert every week. You know, oh, well, we're we're a musical. No, you singing the Psalms. If you're not, well, you're you know, I don't care what songs you're singing. You could pull it out of your butt, but it's not coming out of this. That's the truth of the matter. A lot of people don't like to hear that. But I'm laying it down straight. And the Christians out there will tell you, I'm laying it down there straight. No, I'm not going to have no congregation. Somebody out there, tell me how I'm going to be preaching and what I'm going to be preaching. I'm going to be preaching this. And if they don't like this, then they don't like Jesus. Well, you've already got a problem. Why? Because I got a place reserved for me. And I know there's a place reserved for you, but they're not in the same spot. So you need to wake up and think about that. Is that where you want to be? Lake of sulfur and fire? Brimstone? You're not going to like it. But you don't like this anyway, some of you. Not everybody was meant to be a Christian. God's pearls are not for everyone. He doesn't give them to everyone. Why? He doesn't want the dogs and the, the swine trampling them. Says it right in here. I'm not pulling it out of my butt. That's what got my got me going today. It's had me going for a little while. It's not that I'm irritated about it. This is a wake-up call for some of you. If you're just going to act the part, then stop wasting your time and going to church if you're not going to wake up and actually read the book and understand it and be a Christian. Maybe at some point you will. Remember, at the last minute, the worst person in the world can have a change of heart and receive God. That's between that person and God. But those people out there doing this can be putting other people off from getting God. Because, oh, if that's the way a Christian's going to be, I don't want to be like them. That really bothers me. And it should bother you good Christians out there, too. That should fire you up. Just look at some of the stuff. 
Look at what I'm talking about. Look at the all the positions that are... And trust me, there's a lot of small churches out there. Everywhere. There's a lot of people who want the word. There's a lot of people who hate the word. Their religion is money, sex, sports, gambling. I'm sorry, I got to go to my game this weekend. I got to... Oh, I, I, the horses are running or something. The dogs are running. I'm sorry, but that lady's too fine. You know, maybe maybe I'll, I'll catch the midweek sermon or something. Maybe next week. You don't have time for God. You don't have time for Jesus in your life. God gets fired up too. So does his disciples. This fires me up. I'm trying to wake you knuckleheads up out there. You don't have to like everything I preach. I read the Bible, I go through it, some of it I relate, I explain it in terms that you understand. The Christians out there don't have a problem. Sometimes it can be repetitive and boring, but I'm going through chapter and sermon verse by verse. But the churches out there that have added all this stuff to it, is it in here? Is it really in here? Is that what it says? I doubt it. A lot of the churches broke up recently over LBGTQ+. You know, everything of that is covered in here. If you're lesbian, gay, bisexual, the Bible has no problem with that if it's love. If it's just sex to have sex, then yes, there's a problem with it. And for the transgender, and I don't mean cross-dressers. Yeah, I'll go there where the other preachers won't. And I mean transgender, where, oh, I, I shouldn't have this. I'm going to get it cut off, or I'm going to have the doctor change it so I've got a, you know, I'm a male instead of a female, or female instead of a male. Now you've got a problem, because God didn't make you wrong. But that's where Christianity comes in. Heavy. It's to recognize that the LBG is fine. They have lies. They have those they love. This has destroyed some of these churches. The transgender part of it. The Christian community needs to understand when somebody is saying that they're transgender and they're wrong. They need help. They need your help. Instead, that people are gonna people want to stand back and say, oh my God, look, they're you know, oh you don't mind gossiping about them, right? But you don't want to help them. I I don't want to get involved in that. Really? You don't want to get involved in that. If you're a Christian, you're involved in that. You should be wanting to help the person with their problem that they have. They believe that because something is going on in their head that needs to be fixed. They need love and support. They need to be handheld out of the problem that they're in. They need guidance. 
the correct guidance. People can be hurt when they have the wrong guidance. You know, say, well, they need to go talk to a counselor. They need to go talk to a psychologist. Really? A lot of the psychologists and counselors out there will screw them up more. That is the truth. They have their own agenda. Some could say, I have my own agenda because of the Bible. God didn't make people wrong. If a woman loves a woman, good for them. I wish them the best. If a man loves a man, good for them. I wish them the best. And this is coming from somebody who I was sexually assaulted. A violent way. I had my pants ripped off of me in the middle of a city overseas. More than that, I defended myself, but it was a little more than that. But if I wasn't mature up here, you know, I have problems at times and I deal with it. Because while that was going on, I was asking for people for help. Nobody wanted to help me. But they called themselves Christians. The Bible's not against that. God understands love when it's love. If it's just sex and good times, it's another thing. But that has ripped some of these churches apart. The pastors don't know what to do about it. The congregations, not even about that, just other things. You know, a lot of these, well, we're looking for a pastor, but they've got to, to believe in X, Y, and Z. Oh, now you're arrogant enough to tell God he's going to change for you. Well, you're just the new God, aren't you? If you can, you know, hey, hey pastor, we're, you're going to be our pastor, but, you know, this is what you do. Well, if you know, why do you need a preacher? Why do you need a church? Very arrogant. I tell you to sit down, shut up, and open your damn ears. That's what you need. For the Christians out there, listen to what I'm saying. There's people like that in your church, in your community. You should be helping the pastor. You should be helping the pastor. The Bible, understanding the church, the mission, reaching people, helping Christian. It's on the fruit of the, the nine fruit of the spirit that I have on my website. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. It's all out of Galatians. These are the fruit of the spirit. When you accept Jesus Christ, that Holy Spirit unlocks in you and you can grow the fruit. You could start growing them. Isn't that amazing? It's not rocket science. There's a little more to it than just reading it and understanding it. Being a Christian isn't always the easiest. I'm happy being a Christian. I like being a Christian. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. 
because Jesus is the only way to God the Father. And that's the only way you can unlock the Holy Spirit inside and receive that redemption and salvation so you can be born again in heaven. You have your place up there. So many people struggle with it. You struggle with it because of the earthly things that you want on this earth. You, you want to be a happy Christian? Let it go. Let it go. Trust me, there's a lot of joy in being a Christian. But there's a lot of people who can make it miserable too. I know. I've spouted off a lot of stuff, so I'm going to try to wind this down. It's not to yell at a lot of people. But for those that it applies to, take it to heart and think about it. If you're one of those people telling that pastor, you know, this is the way church should be, and this is the way, you know, he need, what he needs to be preaching, go have a talk with that pastor, that preacher. Go have a talk with him. Is it coming out of this? Do you really know what you're talking about? You better before you go talk to that pastor. Some of the pastors that are out there preach the Bible, but they get in a rut. It's the same style, same routine. It does get stale. They need to liven it up and freshen up. But you can help them do that. They need support in the church as well. Support them. It's a family. It's a community. It's more than that. You know, you want to say, well, I went to church. Yeah, but what'd you do? Get involved in it. But think about that. This is what matters. This. The Bible. It's crazy what's going on out there. So think about that. Help stabilize your church and your pastors. You may say, I don't like some of this stuff. And a lot of it is over lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. All of it, is, it can be fixed with the Bible. You know, there's nothing wrong with gay, lesbian, bisexual. It's, it's, there's nothing against that. In the Bible, there's nothing to fix at all. And for those who just don't like it, now you're being judgmental. You're not God. You're not sitting on that white throne, that white judgment seat. And it's the transgender people. They don't need our sympathy. They need our help. But help build the church stronger. Help make your pastor stronger. Be a good congregant if you're a Christian. If you don't know what it means to be a Christian, all you got to do is read your Bible. It's not hard.
You don't have to wear any special clothes. You don't need to... No special dances, no special songs. You accept Jesus Christ. He made it easy in the New Testament. He fulfilled the old covenant of the Old Testament. Because we can't keep the laws. We're sinful, fleshful people. So, I could rant all day. I could keep going all day. Adding new stuff to it. I'm not going to. That's... Not what I wanted to do. I wanted to talk about the churches and the pastors and the congregation. So, if you're Christian, I hope this put a little fire in you. And if you're on the verge of it, I hope it pushes you over the edge to be a Christian. Don't run away from it. It's not my intent. It's good to be a Christian. It's happy to be a Christian. But for those who want to pretend... You can drive other people away. You can be miserable. And that's where you good Christians should talk to the pastor about that. There's things you can do to work on people in the congregation to determine, you know, hey, are they really a good Christian? Are they, you know, maybe they're immature in their Christianity. You know, as we grow, we mature in that. They just need that guidance and education. To help them grow in that. And you can help them do that. So, anyway, this has been Christian Life with Dr. William Baker. I hope you've enjoyed it this week. As always, if something's going on, um, if you need to talk to somebody, reach out to me. Use the contact form on Podbean, Christian Life with Dr. William Baker, or CLM.global. I've got a form there. You can fill out a contact form or email me at info at clm.global. And uh, let me know how you want to talk, what it's about or something. I'll, I'll reach back to you. But, you know, if you want me to call you or something, I need a phone number and name. Hey, what's going on at least? Or if you don't want to put that in there, that's fine. But other than that, hey, everybody have a blessed week. God bless. <laughs>